Hello and welcome to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is Mandy. With me as always is John. Say hi. Howdy, howdy. And we are here today to talk to you about a newer movie that actually came out pretty recently. And it's actually kind of weird because it's not technically newer, but it is newer. It's one of those terrible things that I found out a little bit about it. But let's go ahead and talk about it first. Uh, and that is going to be 2021's Antlers. Uh, this one is directed by Scott Cooper, um, who everything that he's done so far has been like super artsy, except for like one thing. So he did Crazy Heart. He did uh, Hostiles, which is like this weird um, like uh, Western. Like both of those are Western-y kind of feel ones. Like I think one's like a country vibe. And then Hostiles is definitely Western. And then Black Mass, which was the one where Johnny Depp was bald in it. What? Yeah. 2015-ish. I, I totally don't remember that one. Yeah. Huh. It's a, it's a weird little, like, setup. This guy is kind of odd. I was, like, looking at some of his stuff on there. I was like, huh. One of the things that he does have credited for him, he's one of those guys who also did acting. And one of the things that he's actually credited for is doing additional voices for uh, Mass Effect. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was like, but why? I wonder if I wonder if you would, like, recognize his voice if you were just like, hey, I know that guy. That's, that's the guy. That's the guy <laughs> When you see it, it's, ah, that's that asshole on Novaria that tried to keep me out of the port. I'm going to kick your ass. Yeah, Scott Cooper. So, Dick. anyways, we also have, uh, it was written by Henry Chasen. Uh, so it was written by several people. Henry Chasen uh, is one of them. Uh, he did an episode of something called Servant uh, in 2022. So that's, I mean, he's still doing stuff. But that's like really the only other thing that he has any kind of like writing credit on. Uh, you got Nick Acosta, who I'm betting did the majority of this one, although it is based on a book. Did you spell that right? Yeah. And Tosca? And Tosca. Okay, it's Antosca. Okay, yeah, I said Acosta. Anyway, Antosca. Um, he is, uh, that guy's the, the showrunner and the writer for Brand New Cherry Flavor. We still have yet to finish watching we, that. Yeah, we haven't done it, but he also did a lot of episodes of something that we do like, <gasps> and we have finished Channel Zero. Really? Yeah, Which... a bunch of random ones. Oh, okay, I was like, like just season? all over the damn place. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, so I think he did, I think he even did some on the, uh, the, the house one that we watched. I love that one. Season two. Uh, yeah, and also, uh, you got Scott Cooper... So he's uh, also a, written and directed. Yeah, he's a writing. He's got a writing credit on there. But I always wonder about that. Like, it's like, did he actually write it? That's why I always kind of check their writing credits for other things. And pretty much what he has is he's written a lot of the movies that he's directed. The one thing that I didn't see him do, uh, and it's on, <laughs> it's, it's on uh, IMDb uh, from twenty uh, to, uh, 2009. Uh, this is For Sale by Owner. Now, when I say that, what do you think it is? For Sale by Owner. Uh... Is it a trailer for rent? No. Is it? Is it a maybe a, like a rundown house I or like, like an apartment house. or yeah. something like that? No, it's a newly married couple buys property that not only has a link to the husband's past but also the lost colony of Roanoke. Ooh, that sounds interesting. I don't know why, but I love it. Yeah, I just I I'm love like, the whole. It's like ah yes, and then Croatoan or whatever the hell it is. Like wait, what? Uh, this one is starring Carrie Russell. Uh, everybody recognizes her as Felicity. Yep. Uh, she was also the mom in the Dark Skies one where she pounded her face against the uh, the, the uh, glass at the back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of the things I didn't realize, but I, I kind of hear it now, uh, is she was the voice for Wonder Woman in the 2009 animated movie where it was her opposite Nathan Fillion doing the voice. Oh, cool. For Steve Trevor. Huh. Yeah. Uh, so we've also got uh, Jesse... 
Flemons. Flemons? Okay. Uh, Flemons, like lemons, but with a P. So he's the guy from Game Night, the the guy who, like, the, yes. the cop that next he, door. He, he is the, the discount uh, Matt Damon. Yeah, he's the guy who always looks like, he's the dude from the, he's the, uh, the Prince Joachim or whatever, uh, Joachim, or, or what was his name in Jungle Cruise? Oh my god. He I don't know, but he, he was the guy who, who the rock owed money to. Yeah, he's also a uh, battleship. He, he was the, uh, he's the dude the friend. From the, yeah, yeah. The, the one who was hanging next to uh, Rihanna the entire time. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad that she didn't he, he really She wasn't bad. She just wasn't that great. He really does look like he's Matt Damon's cousin. He, he does. Like, you can see, like, a weird resemblance, but like a... a a slightly thicker version of yeah. Matt Damon. Yeah, I yeah. do that. Like, uh, like the Great Value ran or, he, or the Hill a, Country Fair version of him. He's a little thicky. A little, little bit. But he also, like, he, he, I think that allows him to do more goofball things. Because everybody wants he, Matt he Damon. Can go, he can go either way. Yeah. Like, they always want Matt Damon for, like, the super serious stuff. Yeah. Or, or like, he's he's got to be in a, a Boston movie. Or he's got to be, like, they don't let him do anything fun anymore. Like, when he was a jackass in, like, random shows. Or, like, in Dogma. Yeah. Yeah, like they don't they don't ask him to do that. I always anymore. think about him in Dogma. They I'm always like, make him totally do like different person. Or or he's got to be like um, born. You know, he's yeah. always Jason born now. All right, oh, and then bastard. we uh, we also have uh, Jeremy T. Thomas who is playing Lucas. Yeah, so nobody has a good name. Like anybody with the the name Lucas is cursed. I'm I'm sorry. No matter what you do, you're either beaten up by a football player. Uh, you're uh, the the poor kid. <laughs> what about George? Well, no, that's the last name. It's still... It's first name. It's still... Oh, no, it's okay, completely. okay. It's, well, it's the first name of Lucas. You need to specify first name Lucas. I mean, it, like, I, oh, it's the candy, but no, even that is technically cursed. But, I mean, think about this one. It, um, you, that's... No. Every Mexican loves the, Lucas. Uh, the, Almost every Mexican. The guy from... Uh, um, I, I'm one of those. Who, uh... What is that? Was it Brandon? Not Brandon Taylor Thomas. Who's the other guy? The one who hung himself. The oh, one God. The one from Sidekicks. I don't know. That's gonna drive me nuts. He was in uh, Sequest DSV, and his name was Lucas in that. Ah, yeah, it's a okay. cursed name. Cursed name, poor bastard. So don't don't and don't name your kiddos Lucas. It doesn't help that this kid is usually in horror stuff. He was in uh, an a, episode cool of kid. War. He was in episode of Your Worst Nightmares. He's in something called The Righteous Gemstones right now, which I think is either like it's an episode. It's an episodic show, but it's the one that was on uh, HBO Max that they they keep trying to push. And I'm like, I don't want to watch it because it looks like it's supposed oh, to be. Yeah, yeah. yeah it looks like really Birds interested. of Prey or something like yeah. that. It's that goofball, like, you know, ah, new, but not really. He was also in a show called Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors, which sounds vaguely ominous to me. I think it's because he's like, I am Saruman of many colors now. I am Saruman of the rainbow. Because after Saruman, he was no longer Saruman the White. He was Saruman of many colors. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I, I just don't <laughs> trust it at that point. I get it's supposed to be like. Joseph's Technicolor Dreamcoat kind of deal, but it's not. It's Dolly Parton with this, like, ah, you'll fear me, for I am Manos, the hands of fate. I don't know. Okay. Anyway. So, moving uh, on. A lot of other people in this one. Uh, Graham Greene is in this one. I love Graham Greene for a couple of different reasons, but you guys are going to probably recognize him from American Gods. Maybe uh, he was, uh, I think it was Bitterbuck in um, okay. uh, Green Mile. The Green Mile, uh, yeah. But he was a dude called Malachi, in Longmire, loved him in that because he like he was like the the corrupt chief of police uh, on the reservation that mm -hmm. like you freaking love. Oh, Longmire. I love Longmire, and he ended up being like a really evil dude. And then he, I think they killed him off screen because he didn't want to do anything else anymore. He was also in a show called Atlantic Rim, huh? Which was Pacific Rim, but, but the asylum version of it. Yeah. Uh, if you want that one's that one's a, a uh, um, 
not Rift Tracks. It was a Mystery Science Theater, but it's the new one with the Jonah guy in it. It's, it's yeah. a little like they they really were a little too fast. It's uh, the one that comes after Mac and Me. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, the number six one. Uh, you also got uh, jo- uh, Scott Hayes. Uh, he was the chief of security in Venom. Uh, I think he dies uh, after was Anti Venom becomes the the dude on there. I can't really remember that one that well. Uh, and then we have Roy Cochran. I love him because he's been in all these super serious shows, but no matter what he does, he is always going to be Slater from Dazed and Confused, trying to be like, "No, man, you just you got to make a you you, you got to get some whistle. It's, it's not going to have a thing on there." Or Lucas uh, from Empire Records. Ah, uh, he was uh, also Alan from uh, Oculus, mm-hmm. the uh, the older like guy who didn't uh, die. Oh, okay. I don't think he did gotcha. die. No, maybe he did die. I can't remember Oculus that mm-hmm. well. I just remember her looking at the camera and going, "Ha!" So we're also missing one person, which I was waiting for. It is the, um, oh my God, the soldier chick from uh, Streets of Fire. Is she in this? Yes. Uh, yes, she is. She is the principal. The principal. Okay. Well, you know, let's look at the, let's look it up real quick. Cause now I didn't see her in the cast part. Like I was really looking hard. No, no, she's there. Cause she was the principal. I don't remember what her name is, but Principal something. Amy Midgling. Madigan. Madigan. Oh, she's also the the lady from, um, uh, she was in, was she in? Yeah, the... she was in Field of Dreams, Uncle Buck. She's uh, the, I, th- I think she's the mom, and she's like Ma in The Hunt. So I think she's the. Uh, is she? Yeah, I think she's the lady who uh, is in the gas station. Really? Yeah. Wow. I think. I don't know. Anyway, but yeah, she's yeah. she's McCoy and she's a fire. So was that the the one who I was like, she needs to get a little bit more love out of this one? Because, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah I, she's I like, like look, you're not my type. I, I liked her in that one because I was like, the 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 main girl from just pissed me off, and the fact that she was like all like apparently dating Rick Moranis the whole time, I was just like, Rick, dude, you could do probably better, even though you're an asshole in this movie, no, <laughs> you not could probably really. do better. Not really. It's all name. Anyways, so. Um, that's a whole lot of people that yeah. we had to look forward to. I've actually, I'm just going to say right now, I, I, I've seen this. I actually think it is pretty good, which is why I wanted John to watch it. I just want to hear what his take is on it. Um, kind of excited. Uh, I'm excited too. I, I do feel bad for this movie because this was, it was actually filmed and done. I remember when they started putting up, uh, trailers for it. Yeah, I do too. In like 2018. Yeah, I do too. Like, which is why I was like. This hasn't come out yet. Oh, oh, it came right? out. And finally. We were just sitting okay, there, cool. Like, and it just kind of showed up. And I was like, oh, wow. It's oh, on HBO Max, wow. by the way, if you guys want to watch it. It is on HBO Max. I feel really kind of bad about that, though. Like, you know, a lot of shows from this, this like, two-year period of, of time are just going to, like, pop up. And it's, you know, these, these could be great movies, but you're never going to see them because... You've got other movies and shows that are coming out that are they're buying for your attention. And two, they don't have the money or the fanfare around them. So, it's, you know, I wonder if this is going to be like how it was in the 80s with like the rentals. Like, you know, cult classic movies that didn't do anything. It just kind of sh- like stealth showed up. I don't know if it's going to be able to do that because it's not going to have the physical like ability for you to go over to somebody's house and be like, hey, you got to watch this. Yeah, one. I feel like we have more because we have podcasts and stuff like that. So, so we can actually tell people to watch it. Well, yeah, but like, I mean, that means that you're probably going to have to be something specific. That's, a, that's the issue that I have with a lot of music nowadays is that you don't have the ability to hand somebody like your CDs or your bootlegs or something like that. I do have a Spotify playlist that you well, can listen yeah, to. Yeah, but that's that's a niche amount of your your 
picked music. So, uh, like, if you are in that area, well, it just you're going to be going what, straight through that area. It just depends on what playlist you're listening to. Well, yeah, I don't, why, you why, to, how are we talking about music? I'm Anyways, just saying, I'm we're just saying gonna, like, we're gonna... it's like horror movies. You have to be able to branch out. And if you're not branching out, like, I mean, you're going to be stuck just watching the stuff that is, is being put in front of you now. Because it's so much easier to do. Which now, is why we actually count on you guys to give us your opinions on what you think that we should watch. Yes, and, and it doesn't matter what your opinion is on these shows. Just give us a... We'll watch it. If you we, think it's shit, we let have, us know. We'll we listen. Have sh- we, we'll we've, watch, we'll watch anything. Yeah. We'll do it. We'll, John like, John will force me you to. Will, you, you can bet on it. Like You can be like, you're not going to watch this. And the I'll be like, cheesiest, I'll do it. The, be- the better. The cheesier, yeah. the better. Yeah, I can watch it. I've watched it. Like If you're thinking of the shows that I'm thinking that you're thinking of, I've probably watched them. So like you're like, Haha, I'm going to get that. No, no. I've seen it probably twice. And I had to do like a criticism of it. So, But uh, anyway, let's go ahead and pause, pause it here. It here. Yes. And uh, we will go ahead and watch Antlers. Again, this one's on HBO Max. We'll be happy to see it. Uh, with you, we'll go ahead and pause it here. We'll put the uh, trailer up. You can watch it if you want, or you can check it out right afterwards. Yeah, or not watch it and just listen to us bitch about it, or not bitch about it. Depending on how it goes. I will probably like it. bitch no matter what, because I'm... There's some things that bother me. I'm a me. nitpicker. I'm a weirdo. All right, we'll be right back. What is storytelling? Storytelling started with our indigenous people. Can anyone give me an example of a myth or a story they're afraid of. Lucas. What's going on? We found a part of a man in the woods today. Part of the man? I guess the other half was found in the mine. All this has got to be an animal, right? No animal I've ever seen. Something is going on with Lucas. These drawings belong to a student of mine. This is what was in the mind. It's a diabolical spirit. Excuse me, this is a myth. For you, yeah. He's not your responsibility. He has no one. He is my responsibility. He'll come for me. He needs me. He's here. We're back. We're back. So that was a lot of fun. The so you you said who who are the uh, the creature effects done by? Because it was damn good. Uh, Stan Winston. Stan Winston. That's right. That's right. Like it was a mixture between Sam Winston and Stan Winston that I was trying to say. It but, was interesting to see because we we were looking at photos of some of the stuff that they did with the creature effect in this one. You know what it kind of reminded me of? 
was what was that movie where they took people like it was the guys it was a ritual reminds me of ritual yes. with the, uh, uh-huh. the, the the same antler kind yes. of thingy on there same face thing too because the thing had a it, it had the face like the ritual like Krampus yeah the ritual one looks very human ish ish also well so that one I thought they were trying to do this at least just a, a tiny bit of it yeah but. the the sorcerer the 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 thing remember um. Hell, they had it in Princess Mononoke where they had the the person with the it was like a animal with like a person face on mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it's that kind of vibe for it. But like in this one, it was very much. But uh, yeah, no, we start off. Uh, it was actually kind of funny because you're sitting there and you're watching. Uh, it's it's somebody talking in. Uh, they said Ojibwe, uh, so they had you know somebody speaking in a native language uh, where they're just they're talking about how uh you know evil we we have plundered mother earth's uh you know vast resources and therefore we must be punished uh which i always kind of thought was funny for what they say with coal because coal is just a bunch of dead trees fell under the rock it's like no that belongs to mother nature it's like "Mm, it was a bunch of coal i don't know either way we're we're still hurting mother nature is basically what it comes down to um so then we go to a, a beautiful, beautiful place with lots of trees and a lake and just gorgeous. Um, and then a giant coal mining place. Well, so it's it, in Oregon. It's it's in Oregon. So it's she says beautiful, but uh, all I can think of was ah, look, this is where the Twilight movies were from. Uh, and that was in Washington. It's the uh, Pacific Northwest. That's oh. always what I think. I don't care. Okay. Well, yeah. anyways, I thought it was beautiful. So we go, we, you know, we're in Oregon and we see a, a young kid who's playing in, in this coal mine, like dragging a stick around, you know, making a mess. And Daddy, he, I heard something. He hears noise. It's okay, Aiden. I'm going to take care of you after we uh, we get finished moving our meth operation out of the mines. It, it really is a meth operation. Let me go ahead and walk into the meth operation wearing a, a gas mask but also with a lit flare because apparently the fumes are not explosive they're just very toxic although that is one of the main things that people keep talking about with meth is the fact that it fucking explodes so so uh he hears noises he ends up going all the way down to wherever they had their little meth lab operation and it's just him whose name is the dad's name is frank and then uh, an unknown person, his his accomplice. Uh, it's Mr. Not Gonna Be Around for a long, much longer. He was actually in Winona, Winona Earp. He was one of the bad guys in Winona Earp. So, um, anyways. You so, know who he reminded me of was, uh, uh, he looked a little like uh, the guy from uh, Stranger Things, but like skinny. What guy from Stranger Things? What guy from Stranger Things? The, the, the guy from Stranger Things. Uh, who else in Stranger Things has a beard like that? Hopper. Looks like Hopper. He does Stranger not Things. look he like looks Hopper. Like Hopper from Stranger Absolutely Things. Absolutely not. He looks like meth version of Hopper. You need he is to Hopper rewatch. With some meth on no, you need to yep. rewatch Stranger Things. In fact, Things. all you have to do is give uh, Hopper a, a wolf pelt on his head, the way that guy had going down, and uh, boom. Okay. It's, it's meth Hopper. You're wrong. So, it's battle damaged Hopper. Uh, it's at that from point that um, they get attacked. By something we don't see what it is but it's something big and something noisy and something very very angry and okay. so the thing I, I kind of misunderstood and it's the thing i kept asking you about and i'm not sure if it was so did he walk through the area with the medicine bags beforehand and the medicine bags were there 
Because so they hear something, they walk out, and there's medicine bags hanging from the ceiling and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and I'm like, it, he's he, like, he's he, like ducking them. And I'm like, is that because he, and it, you know, was it, where was the meth operation? So was it like there were two two ways that they could turn, and one had like the medicine bags and the Windigo in it, and then the other one had the meth operation. Yeah, and they just never noticed. Yeah. They knew those medicine bags were there because he passed by them. But so they just were like, "Ah, that's a that's an open hole with some medicine bags." They just Let me go it was ahead freaking and just, weird. They, they were care. they were in there. They like, were so busy worrying about their meth lab operation that they did not care about the medicine bags. Were they see? They were removing the meth lab, right? Though, right? They were like taking it apart. Yes. Okay, so to move it somewhere else. So they were there for like three months making meth, and the Wendigo was like dealing with that shit this entire time. Yeah, we'll okay. just say yes. I don't know. I didn't write this fucking thing. He's just pissed off the whole time. It's just like it's like, would you guys keep it down? They're like trying to play music or something in the middle of it, and the Wendigo's like, oh, this I'm, I'm gonna eat these guys. I don't give a crap anymore. Yes. Oh damn, these medicine bags keeping me from being able to get out. The medicine bags actually If only didn't. they would walk closer. The medicine bags actually didn't do anything. So, uh, Frank, yes. and, Frank and the dude are attacked by something big. And then we, um, Aiden, who is the, the young son, uh, hears something. So he goes into the, the darkness where there's little flints of ash. So it, it looks like a, to, to me. And, like and charcoal. This is kind like of, a, yeah, like, like a, like a barbecue. The, the charcoal. Yeah. And that's the best way I can kind of explain it. Uh, we also, uh, that's actually pretty much it. It's, it's super fucking dark. And I'm sitting there going like, oh, he's going to die. And he, John, oh, he's going to die. The thing about watching movies with John is that he tries to guess every single part of the way through the movie. I was right for most of it. That's probably which what is, pisses people which off. Which is typically why I like to watch movies first before I watch a movie with John. Oh, she told me not to, to talk to her and I wouldn't. But you know, the That thing is was, a lie. I wouldn't. You would bitch and complain is, the entire time. How, yeah, I would. And I did. Especially for this one because there were a lot of problems with it. But... We immediately go to the uh, the opening, and then we're uh, looking at uh, the new uh, person who is uh, Lucas. Yes, the aforementioned Lucas. Lucas being the uh, the spitting image of Aiden. So whatever they did with uh, giving the the secondary kid uh, or the two kids for this one, they did a really good job in making them look like brothers. Yes. Uh, so you can automatically go, oh, okay. So that's in fact for a second there, I was just like, is this like? The kid later, and it's like, oh no, wait, that's right. Dad said something about we gonna go get your brother, uh, but then, uh, uh, you know, Nalm. Uh, so we are inside. I think we're inside. Yeah, he's he's just like walking around uh, outside. It's 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 depressing. The town is depressing uh, because it looks like uh, it's very gray. Everything is well, and everything is closing. Yeah, or closed uh, because uh, the mine was apparently the place where the money was coming into, and then. Uh, you know, it's funny though. We did get a little bit of information on there earlier about the mine maybe being reopened, but even that, like, there was like a, there was a nothing bar- there. yeah, barely any hint of that. Um, we are introduced to to Lucas. Uh, he is in the class with uh, what's her Felicity, uh, Carrie Russell, uh, and Carrie Russell was talking about uh, the different myths. Nobody wants to talk. Uh, I thought all that the was kids interesting. are yeah, all the kids are very 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 quiet. I wonder who the uh, the r- little redhead at the front was supposed to be. Because there was a little girl who was at the front of it uh, who was constantly answering the questions. That was an like that was a, clearly a director insert or like a writer insert. So it's like, oh yeah, I remember that one chick. 
from elementary school who would always answer the questions. It's got to be that little redheaded girl or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we also see Lucas uh, paying attention to one of the bullies in there, and he's like, the bully is humping the hell out of this sock monkey? Yeah, it's well, it's it's Lucas's sock monkey. I guess that's what it is, because uh, they have all the kids have all their stuff sitting outside for some reason. Yeah, the kids have all their backpacks outside, which is you know weird. And I don't mean like outside the classroom. I mean outside the building. In yeah, in the rain, which it is always raining during this show. It was so weird. I was like, I don't understand. Uh, <laughs> Carrie Russell is very concerned. But she lets Lucas go. Lucas walks off into the uh, the middle of nowhere, finds a uh, oh a skunk. That's right. He uh, he brains a skunk and then takes it home. And there's a big uh, like door that has uh, several locks on it. Yes. At this point, uh, which was was a good. I like that because they they also they kind of explain that thing because I was do. sitting there like, how did they tear the the giant bolt off of that thing and set it up. I don't know if the, you know, 12 year old is supposed to know that. Yeah. You did find every single thing that you could. And I was like, they'll explain it later. And they didn't. They'll explain it later. They didn't. They did. You lied. You just weren't paying attention. Mm -mm. They didn't explain a lot of it. Why did it have, why, what's with the fireflies then? What's with, what was with the, uh, it's not fireflies. It came from his chest. Yeah. It's it, it, he's just burning on the inside. He's coal fired. Yes. Does he run by coal? So, he is creating more emissions than anything else. I see how this is. Oh, it's fine. It's fine when they run off of coal, but not if people run off of coal. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's that's what happens. All these mythical creatures running around, coal-fired. Mm-mm, can't deal with that. <laughs> anyway, uh, we have we get a little bit more information about Carrie Russell. She goes home, uh, and she kind of she has that bit where she like freaks out because her brother is there. So her brother keeps sneaking up on her like a big ninja, and and her brother is Matt Damon, the the value brand it's... Matt Damon. <laughs> he's such a sweet guy though. He's, he's a, a he, nice he, guy. He seems like a really nice guy. What, what was his name? I think he's the Jesse Plummins guy, or is that the other dude? Uh, I think it's Jesse Plummins. Yeah, because Jeremy T. Thomas is the young kid. Yeah. So, so yeah. the yeah, he's the uh, the the guy from uh, from Game from Night. Game Night. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's <laughs> he's Prince you... Hawking or whatever his name was. Yes. So you see that there's that there's obviously an issue that happened. Um, they have a very tense relationship. The the Carrie Russell and her brother have I, have it, a very tense relationship. The way that I was getting it was the the brother was very mad at her, but he also didn't want to scare her off. It was it's that kind of like. I'm still angry at you, but I don't want you to leave again. Yeah. Kind of vibe. Yeah. Uh, whereas Carrie Russell is just like the ex-alcoholic, which I really wish they had gone a little bit more into. Because uh, she, we, we see her later uh, buying stuff. Every time she's buying stuff, she's staring at the liquor behind the, the counter. Which uh, I cannot blame her because I would have drank a long ass time ago with how much stuff is going on in this neighborhood. like dark and like gray. I, I don't blame people for drinking at that point. Um, but yes, uh, we have her having to deal with her own stuff. She's uh, the, all the things that she's bringing up, uh, is an indicator that her dad, I guess, abused her. Uh, she hid from him at one point and then apparently ran away. Uh, and the brother was left there. Uh, the mom died to at some suffer, point. To, yeah, yeah. To suffer the abuse from the dad. Yeah. It's awful. Uh, it's at this point, like, I guess, yeah, then they, they started living together after the dad died. Uh, so she showed up and she's she's living with him. Uh, apparently, like moving things around and like flipping over some of the trying stuff. To, trying to make the home more organized. 
And, you know, remove all the, the pictures of Dad, too. Yeah, I would have gotten rid of that shit a long time ago. Well, you know, he probably should have done it anyway. Uh, turns out her brother, though, is also the local sheriff. Yes. Uh, because nobody else wanted to get the job. He feels very bad about the whole town. He feels like he, he was abandoned by his sister, and now he feels bad about having to evict people, which was weird. Yeah, because they can't pay their bills or anything else like that because the mine shut down, everyone's going into bankruptcy, and now he's having to evict people from yeah, their homes. He felt so. like crap on that one. So I was, everybody in this is is just sad and unhappy. It is. Nobody is happy. Just just be ready to to be kind of sad whenever uh, you're watching this movie. This is when uh, she uh, gosh she so she asked Lucas to to tell her a story to, to read his story to the class. Yeah, yes. She's an English teacher, and he goes through this whole thing about it's basically uh, you know. Dad went away with little brother, then they came back and they're weird now, but it's okay because we have each other. And she's like, this seems a little disturbing. Well, also, the thing that we didn't know was that Lucas was getting back at the uh, the, the big 14, 15-year-old kid. Who got kept back in school, apparently. I guess, or something like that. All Maybe of his friends don't were... have... All of his friends were so much they smaller got like than a, him. They got like a one-room schoolhouse, and he's just like stuck there. He's maybe a Lucas is little dickhead. You know what? He maybe he's just smarter than everybody else because he was really on it for a lot of the things that he was having yeah. to do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Lucas uh, apparently put dog poop inside of his backpack. <laughs> Again, a reason why you wouldn't want to have, say, your backpack sitting outside. I don't get that. It's so weird. So then he tries to make Lucas eat it. Um, Carrie Russell intervenes. He goes to the nurse's station where they notice that he has been abused. Um, and he has scars all over his back. He's obviously malnourished. It's it's awful. It's so sad to see. And at this point, Carrie Russell, instead of informing CPS, or maybe she did and CPS didn't care, because we get that a couple of times. They say, say things like that, that uh, Child Protective Services just didn't do nothing. Yeah. I'm like, I, really? Because that's, like, super easy to see. But mm -hmm. she decides to take it upon herself to go ahead and, and head on down to, to see what's going on down at the old Lucas's dad's place. I don't I don't know what they... Did they ever say their last name? Was it Weaver or something like that? I don't freaking know. I think it was Weaver. Weaver. That sounds right. that The sounds old right. Weaver homestead. Uh, she heads on down there. It, everything is muddy. The guy has a firebird sitting on the front yard with, the like, the tarp on top of it. Yeah. And I'm like... He's selling meth. He's doing all this other stuff, yet everything looks like crap in here. Maybe it's because it had been three weeks or something like that. Uh, either way, it's it. the place looks like shit. Yeah. And Carrie Russell goes up to the front door. The front door opens ominously by well, itself. She knocks on the door, and it's because the door wasn't shut. Okay. So like, Oh, that makes it a little less ominous. Well, and she's just like, uh-oh. And she hears like, boom, 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 boom. Oh, boom, 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 boom. And she's like, what the hell's going on? So she leaves. Yeah. Right, you know, a smart, smart move. Leave. Yeah. But she... So there's a couple of bits in there that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me, mostly because we have the lady from Streets of Fire come in later on doing the same thing, and she immediately notices the smell. But Carrie Russell doesn't? Well, she didn't notice the smell until she was, like, already in the house. Well, yeah, but she was, like, barely in the house. Like, she was, she went in as far as Carrie Russell did. Carrie Russell didn't go in. She, she went she in was, a little bit. She was just on the stoop. Oh, okay. Well, because her brother made that whole big deal about, you can't just go to people's houses. And I'm like, she, she didn't She didn't do actually anything. go into the house. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. She didn't actually go it's into like, the house. like, first off, yes, she can. <laughs> shut up. You're a terrible officer of the law. <laughs> Secondly, shut up. Um, but, uh, uh, we have, 
at this point, Link, uh, Lucas is kind of pissed off uh, at Carrie Russell because Carrie Russell goes and finds him and gets him some ice cream. And Lucas is like, don't follow me no more. Uh, that's when Lucas, you know, kind of tries to, they try to have a bonding thing. That doesn't work. Lucas gets the hell out of there. He goes, finds a dead raccoon, right? This yeah, I don't know raccoon. what that was. It was a dead something. It was, it was being eaten by the, the angriest crow ever or raven or something like that. It was like the, the, it just didn't want to get away from the dead body. It, it was, it it's was like, what are you doing? He's like, he's it like whacking it with stubborn. a stick, like literally hitting the bird with a stick and the bird's like, no. You. This is my food. I found it. Fair I'm, and square. I'm bigger than you. Go, <laughs> I'll take it. Go get your own. Um, uh, that's when he, yeah, he goes home uh, and starts cutting things up. Uh, at this point, we're also kind of seeing glimpses of, uh, of Frank and uh, Aiden inside the the, the, the attic. Yeah, or the attic. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, they they don't look so good. Uh, Frank actually looks way way worse than Aiden. Aiden just looks sickly. Um, Frank is balding, um, has veins, is like covered in veins. His pupils are dilated with the red rim. They're, I mean. He, he reminds me of somebody, like, it was, uh, the way that they kind of did things for people who were exposed to radiation and fallout. It's that kind of like, I've gone feral ghoul on that, uh, kind of thing. No hair, you know, very pale skin. You can see the, the spine and the, the ribs. Uh, and he, he seems to be kind of like. Glowing. You know, a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but he is trying from to from his chest. Yeah, he is tr getting fed though. The Lucas cuts up the raccoon, uh, throws it in there. Apparently, got French fries or something he, for the he brother. He got he got something human food for yeah. like like you know normal, normal normal fast food for the, for the brother. Um, we also get the uh, the the little banging on the the thing. It's like I'm hungry, and he's just like oh god, and he puts his the headphones on. Is this whenever his he starts to bleed? Or is that not yet? Uh, that's not yet. Because okay. that was later on with the like the weird bag of like like Jordan almonds or something like that. I don't uh, know what the hell yeah, was yeah. that. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It was like trail mix. But uh, yeah, so it, it it's it's getting kind of freaky. Um, Lucas is looking around. He's trying to figure things out. And he creates a snare for a rabbit. Yes. Uh, which I thought was interesting. Uh, but that's when uh, uh, the... The, uh, old the old sheriff finds a half of a dead body. Like... Not even like a couple of feet away, away from where Lucas is, and he and Lucas is staring at him, and the guy's like, "Shit." Yep. And that's when uh, they... Carrie Russell. You see Carrie Russell back at the grocery store, and she is seriously debating on that alcohol still. I don't even know what she was gonna go for. I hope it wasn't the tequila. Like it's I, just like I, I want tequila. At that point, I think she would have gone towards anything. But... I should, you know, the only thing that I, the only reason why I would think that she would was because it said California on there, and I assumed that she would have just had tequila while she was in California. Maybe. It's the only thing I could think of. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, uh, she comes out and she sees the uh, the old sheriff talking to the the brother. And she immediately goes and talks to the, the the sheriff of the town. Sees his sister, and says, "Hey, sis, how's it going?" It's like, "Hey, who's that guy?" Oh, that was the uh, that was the, the, the other old sheriff. sheriff. He says, "I found half a body. We got to go check it out." And she's like, "Oh, oh." Well, no, no. Well, she, he doesn't say we have to go check it out. Like, no, no. Yeah, well, her, him, and, him, him and him and the, the deputy. deputy. Yeah, the, the deputy is played by Lucas uh, from Empire Records or uh, Slater from. Uh, what's his name? Oh, that guy. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, come on, man. Like, I like the uh, whole time. I was really just was. like, all right, cool. Yeah, it really was. So, um, so they go and uh, the body's actually brought back to the coroner's office. It is 
tore up. This is, so yeah. this is you can tell the Stan Winstoniness of it. So like, oh, the bottom half was in the woods, yeah. and the top half was in the mines. Oh, that's right. That's that explains why the the so yeah the 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 body the top half of the body and the the lower half of the body look completely different. Yes, like one of them looks like it was dried out and jerked. The other one is we squishy got and meaty. jerky. Dried out and jerky. Well, no, you can jerk uh, meat. That's what you you, no. you jerk meat. That's what. Please stop saying jerk. Why, why you, you make it sound. Stop the only reason jerky. why it sounds like that. That is that is the literal process. Stop, stop saying jerky. It's like hurry up, change the subject. Jacking apples. Hurry, oh I mean, god, just making it worse. <laughs> so anyway, that's actually a thing. So they're two applejack. They're two very very. It looks like it's for two totally different bodies because the lower half is totally. Um, decayed decayed thank you and uh the top one decomposed and the top one is pretty well preserved which still wouldn't happen in a mine well so the thing is is that it could uh it is very it could have been chilly down there so it would have preserved it a little bit more it's away from the elements Mm -hmm. uh so it wouldn't have gotten you know it's also moist down there so really should have had the morbidity that we should have seen was like you know bloating yeah puffy he would have been puffy the problem with that though is there wasn't a whole lot for him to get puffy from because he got eaten out from the inside like there was no internal organs that we saw oh that's true yeah like you know the thing that i his immediately looked for his skin would have been saggy i don't know i i need Probably. to find somebody who who is a forensics expert stan winston i i trust stan winston on this one because true. i think he did a good job on it but the thing is is that this this body looks crazy like you gotta see it like i, I mean if anything for this movie i i don't know how to feel about it too too much uh, I'll get to you that about the uh, the review, but really, just for the the effects alone, it's at least a, worth a watch. It, it gets so much better because the effects does, are so yeah. freaking. And this cool. is this is the first one of of many different effects that were really well done on there, and it's we also see the the kind of empty hollowness of the the dead body. So if They've there was something going been at it, nom 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 Yeah. Uh, so at that point, we uh, <laughs> she. We see that Julie is like talking to the the principal though. She's like freaking out about stuff. She's like, "We need to go find something to help for Lucas." And the principal's like, "Uh, some of them do meth, but I guess I'll check it out later." And I was like, "Okay, that yeah, was she's, weird." Yeah, everybody in this town does not want to do their job. Like nobody wants to do anything about that. And that's when like she goes off. There's like this whole interlude, and then the principal goes. And I was like, "Oh, that's right. There was a principal in this movie." I guess we're going to go ahead and see what she's doing now. She gets eight. Yeah, she uh, she drives over to the house, says everything smells freaky. She opens up the uh, the bolted door. And it's not just like, there's like a bolt on it. There's the uh, the piece of metal that goes through the hoop thing. Yeah. Like a, like a railroad And a medicine bag. And a medicine bag. She goes upstairs. She's like, oh no, small child, you look like you, you are, are hungry. And then dad says, yeah, I'm real hungry. He's like, oh no. <laughs> and she eats him. Or he eats her. He Sorry. bites off a couple of her fingers too. It was like, oh my God, <laughs> stop it. And then he goes for the neck. Uh, and then after. And the face. After eating her. Yes. he Yeah. He takes the nose off too. But I, that may have been afterwards. But after eating and consuming her, that's when we get probably one of the best effects you know, they say that werewolf movies are made by the transformation effect, but this one was probably better than most of the effects for werewolf movies. I would seen, love to see human to transformation. I would thing. love to see a werewolf movie do Where, this sort of transformation. Like, I don't, yeah, uh, I don't so even. Crazy. I don't even want to tell. We're not even going to tell you. No. But this how is, the transformation happens. It's just so it's, unique. It's very visceral and it's very uh, like 
it's you got to watch it. They did a good job in both having it kind of dark in there, so you weren't you know picking out a whole bunch of the mm -hmm. the things, and there wasn't a whole lot of shine to everything. But it also had enough light to where you could see stuff. Plus, we had the added benefit of Dad having uh, the power stone uh, in his chest <laughs> that uh, sparked up whenever you strike it on the back and the flint goes off. Because he had a glowy in the inside. You know, I knew that I would win John over with this movie just for the transformation piece. Yeah. So please, please, if you can buy it, buy it. If you can watch it on HBO Max, please do. We, I am not. We are not going to tell you how they transform. Unless you have a morbid fear of glowworms, because it it was like that. One of those. You, know, you used to hug them back in the day, and they they glow my brother and keep had you all one. safe. Yeah. 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 I didn't. I had a Teddy Rex. Uh, no, I didn't. I had a friend who had a Teddy Rexman. I had a Teddy Rexman. And it would stare at me. Yeah. Talk. Well, they talked. Anyways, so, Not okay, what happens after that? Tagging. Come on. Anyway, what happens after that? Uh, after that, uh, we... <laughs> so... Lucas is going home at this point. He's kind of, like, not cool with this whole thing. He's kind of pissed off, and he's trying to walk away from stuff. Uh, and that's when the, the bully comes up to him and starts yelling at him and, like, saying a lot of terrible crap. Well, unfortunately, the bully didn't expect for the tree antler man to jump down on top of him. Went to go. Bully does get killed super quick. Uh, and that's when uh, Lucas runs home. He runs, and, and this is, the the issue I have with that is that, one, Lucas no, can, he, he hasn't, I guess it's because he didn't see the actual transformation, but we know now that the, the dad has gotten out. Yes. So, Lucas runs home, and he's shocked and appalled by the fact that there's dead bodies and all this other kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, he has to cover up the, uh, principal's, the principal's car, car. clean he, up the blood. And he's wearing a gas mask while doing it. I'm like... I don't think you can, like, dude, no. It's, I, I love you, but no. It was probably, like, just a mask to cover his, like, his mouth. Like, maybe it was the chemicals that he was it using. It was the chemicals that he was using. Yeah. It's, it was to clean up all the stuff on there. But, no, that didn't work. Uh, we go back to uh, the sheriff. Uh, so, so Discount Matt Damon and Carrie Russell are kind of having a talk. Uh, <clears throat> I think they're looking for the kid. They can't find him, the, uh, the bully. Uh, and apparently now that that's the reason why it's gotten bad because they can't find him. Uh, they do decide to go over to talk to the guy, uh, to Frank. Uh, the, should they go to the Weaver residence? They start knocking on the door. Uh, and they don't look around, which, again, I don't know any cop who doesn't look around. And they go in plain clothes. Like, I was like, what's happening? Are you off your shift or something? Where, what are you doing? You know, you're not, oh, I'm going to go ahead and walk up plain clothes and start knocking on doors. Well, then they end up saying that they need a warrant, so they leave with poor Lucas still in the house. He's all scared to help him back. So they leave. Um, That's when Carrie Russell goes. Yes. To check on things. Mm -hmm. She goes over there for some reason. She's like, now I'm going to go ahead and check on stuff. And She's she, like, I'm going to do it my damn self. Yeah. So she goes over there and she like immediately sees the car. She's just like, wait a minute, that's not the car that I saw last time I was here. Let me flip that son of a bitch. It's the principal's car. Therefore, principal must be inside. And she goes inside and, whoop, yep. Well, no, no, she doesn't go inside. Oh, she, she doesn't? No, she no. calls the guy? She okay. calls him immediately. That's and she's right. like, the principal's car is freaking here. Which they would have noticed had the police checked out the damn cars. Well, see, I can see them not, like, flipping it up. But I think they would have done that anyway. Just been like, eh, does he normally have that car? I thought he had a truck. Huh. That's kind of weird, isn't it? 
You yeah. know, like, wouldn't you just it like, was, it was, huh. it was another, it was another scene onto the movie. So Carrie Russell finds it. She calls the cops. This is whenever we see the principal's body. It, is, it is also very well done. It is so gross. Uh, they did a really good job on that. They do take the kid out. They take him home. They find the medicine take bag as well. To the uh, hospital. To, to the hospital. Yeah. That's right. Because he's extremely malnourished and abused and, and physically fucked up. Yeah. And, and they, mentally fucked like, up. He's gone through some terrible trauma. Antipsychotics will help him. They're like, I, did you talk to him? He didn't. He seems to be the only person who was thinking in this entire damn movie. True. It's like, all right, no, he's going to be in the hospital. There we go. Uh, it's at this point that, uh, so they're waiting for him at the hospital. They're like, they're like, okay, so he's in the hospital. What do we do? Well, let's go ahead and look around. And I guess at this point, uh, discount Matt Damon thinks, you know, hey, I, I, I'm so far out of my shit. I don't even fucking know. Let's go talk to the old sheriff. So he goes talk to the old sheriff, uh, with his sister again, for some reason being there. Uh, and they have this whole kind of conversation about, um, basically it's, it's an explanation as the Wendigo. Uh, we have the whole, um, we got the, the. Uh, the medicine bags are explained, but not explained what's in them, which I thought was interesting because the dad must have grabbed one of the medicine bags or something like that then. Because I don't think Lucas made it. Originally, I was thinking Lucas made it, but then Could it be. Was, Maybe he pulled one off whenever he was, whenever I, he left. I guess that's got to be it, which I was like, that's kind of odd. Um, they start running around. Oh, it's, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's the, the Wendigo. It's jumps in people. Can't be killed. Uh, kind of like a parasite. Yeah, gotta, it's like it's like a virus, out. which is pretty cool. You know, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Uh, that's when they're. I guess they were driving. Home. Oh no! Uh, somebody found found the bully's body, so they have to go check that out. Well, uh, it was obviously eight. Yeah, it, it was eight. We didn't we didn't get to see a dead. You know, uh, this one, uh, thankfully. Uh, but uh, we did have to deal with a uh, discount Matt Damon looking at it and being like, herblick. Uh, and for some reason, he, again, is hanging out with the sister. I'm so glad the English teacher was brought along to every crime scene. That's awesome. So he's like, I'm going to talk to the mayor. We're going to figure this shit out. But we're also going to take Lucas home so that we can keep him safe. So they do take him home. She explains to him about the bad stuff that happened with the dad, but doesn't really get into it. Uh, that's when uh, the deputy is running around outside. And Lucas is like, no, my dad's not dead. He's not. That, that was my that old dad. That was my old dad. dad. This is my new dad. It was the thing that was inside my dad. And uh, he's He's, he's okay. coming to get me. Yeah. And he, he was, apparently. God <laughs> damn. So. The deputy dies. Here's what happens. The Wendigo puts uh, Aiden, uh, the, the sick half-Wendigo child... Into a, like a bucket or something like that in a shed away from the house. And I assume that either it or Lucas were screaming. Which is what drew the deputy over to the shed that Aiden is cowering in. It was bait. Yes, it was. Because it kept working. So what happens is is that uh, the Wendigo flips off the top or something like that from the uh, the the back and stabs the deputy in the back with like 8 billion antlers. Oh, it was so cool. And the deputy dies. And then they reset to do it again because God damn it if Matt Damon doesn't show back up home. Not Matt Damon, but discount Matt Damon shows up and he walks immediately over to the shed seeing his friend. Because he sees the deputy dead and he's and just like... immediately gets flung the shit out with the, uh, the Wendigo again. But he is Lucas. the only one that wore his flak jacket. Which, you know, if he if he hadn't, he would have been super dead. 
but it really, uh, you know, I, I don't know how fast or how strong the, the, uh, the, the Wendigo is. So it didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me on that one. But yeah, it gets flung up against the wall and he can hear it behind the wall and he's just sitting there going, oh, perhaps if I duck down, it won't be able to see me. And of course, the Wendigo comes crashing through the wall, skewers him on the back of, of his, his back and then starts like jostling him around like a bullet. He's you trying know, to get him. Finally getting a hold of the matador. Yeah, he's trying to get him like unhooked to yeah. his, from his antlers. And then plops him plops him off. Uh, at that point... Uh, so at that point, Lucas goes out and he apparently tries to go to the mine because that's where uh, the Wendigo and Aiden have gone. Because that's, I guess that's what the Wendigo was trying to do, was try to, to get his family back together. Um, we also had a bit earlier where we kind of had the explanation. The dad, even though he was a meth head, was doing a really good job keeping uh, himself from killing anybody like, yeah he, he tried he, his best to he like really did a good job to keep he, away from the boys and anybody else he and... stayed away from the kids he uh locked the, <clears throat> the door he is he's the one who put the uh the the bolt and stuff on there uh and said don't you dare open this for for anybody you know if i i'm just i'm really sick you can't can't do that and when uh lucas came over and said aiden was sick uh and he opens up the door and he's like aiden's sick uh the dad grabs a hold of aiden pulls him in thro pushes the uh the the brother way and grabs the door and shuts it and i was like that's an interesting thing for them to have done on there because he was, knew yeah it was it was a very like oh wow he can probably could smell him at that point it was weird um so at this point carrie russell goes out she uh she finds nearly dead discount matt damon um uh, tries to to get him i need to get you to a doctor and i gotta go to the mine uh, to go ahead and get the kid. Uh, it's like, no, don't you leave me again. So she decides not to. She puts him in the car. She does phone in for an ambulance, though. Tells him where they're going to be, yeah. which is at the mines. Which, I don't know if it did anything, I, I guess. It did. I He's alive. So. Yeah, he is alive. Um, they uh, they d drive the truck down to the mines. She goes in with a gun and a flashlight. Uh, sees uh, Lucas and, and Aiden hiding behind a big piece of machinery and then kind of just off to the side is the Wendigo. And it is an amazing, just like all the antlers, all the, the things. It had this terrifying face thing going on. I'm not even going to tell you, but it's, it's friggin' awesome. Uh, and it looks immediately over to her after it had killed a black bear. And it was and just, just like, launching on it like a freaking like freaking handy or what do they call them handy snacks yeah you know what it kind of it like but it was like the handy snack like it was like a dunkum like you know the the, the little the the little, yeah and he was like he's trying to get the frosting out of the the little plastic <laughs> thing so he's having like he's sticking his tongue in and he's like ah he's trying to get to it and he was very dainty about it which i thought was weird and he looks over he's just like oh man felicity i love that i had that whole show on dvds and felicity's like no get away from me crazy person you remember noel noel what's his name noel what no was one of I man, my mom used to watch that show all I the time. I never watched the show. I'm trying to it always pissed me off because it was like on after a show that I wanted to watch. So if I missed part of my show, I'd be like, oh, damn it, Felicity's on. Now you got to watch Felicity. No. Uh, she fights it, fights it, fights it. Fight him, to the him, death. Him, uh, and she's about to get her ass beat. Uh, but then she pulls a flare out, which I thought was fucking hilarious. She pulls a flare out and is like, oh, God, I can't see no more. Even though, eh. Uh, and then she starts beating it with a pipe. And stabbing it. And stabbing it with a pipe. And she can't bring it down. But thank God Lucas brought a knife, which I don't... 
I don't remember seeing the knife before, so I don't he, know where yeah, she got he, the knife no, from. No, he, he's always had that knife. Yeah, that knife earlier. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I remember. I saw he was like, was he, it? He was, he was. Yeah, that's what was he. It? That's what he was using to cut with. Was it? To yes. Was it? Okay. Why do you I, keep saying that? I, I just I don't remember seeing it. I I think it's because they didn't really bring up a whole lot of like him like flicking the knife out to do it. I just. I assumed it was like a like a normal knife or something like that, not the same knife that he kept using. Oh, maybe it was a different knife. That's what I, I was know. like. I was like, okay, cool. Anyway, so he ends up stabbing the Wendigo in the heart and bringing in the, it down in the in the back, which I was just like, he tiny. How did he pull that off? He climbed up there. It's just, just like climbing up Baghdad. So this is whenever Felicity actually uh, takes it upon herself to cut out the Wendigo's heart. It's still beating. On fire heart. Well, yeah, because it runs by coal, so it takes a while for it to calm down. Yeah. Because uh, it does. It literally does because it burns her hands as she takes it out. But after doing so, uh, I guess it, it just, is dead. It's out. Uh, but unfortunately, uh, we hear screaming coming from back behind us. Uh, and it looks like uh, Tiny good old Aiden, Aiden is, uh got a little bit of glow in his heart. Got a little bit of heartburn there. And he's screaming and uh, screaming. And... He's being filled with the power of coal. And so... Uh... Lucas tries to stop Felicity. You know, he'll, he'll get better. He'll get better, I promise. Felicity says, he ain't gonna get better. Sorry. Just just turn away. I need you. I need you to tell me he's, that you understand. He's that he's never better. going to get better. And he's just like, okay. Okay, and, cool. And, and, All right, turn away. Put your hands over your ears. Just don't listen. And she's like, okay. And then you're, ah! I was like, oh my God, please it's squishy. stop. It's the squishy sound. Yeah. So yeah, and then she, she, uh, says she stabs him. She she takes out the, the tiny seven-year-old. Well done. Uh, and then we jump cut to uh, probably maybe two, maybe three a, days later, maybe a week. I think maybe a week. Because uh, uh, they're staring at Aiden. He's playing with the rocks. And it is Felicity talking to Discount Matt Damon. Uh, they have a little conversation about, oh, it's really dangerous to be dealing with this. He's are like you a sure you're gonna be able to, Yeah, are you sure you're going to be able to kill somebody that you love? And she's like, yeah. No, I could totally do that. I would totes do that immediately. It doesn't really matter. Like, if it, I, if I love him the most, I'll kill him even harder. She totally like, did even not say more. that. She like, did. I can't wait to kill something I love. <laughs> she... God, just... <laughs> I hope there's just, you know, the <laughs> second something happens with anybody that I love coughing up maybe some black goo, I will end them, like, harshly with a extreme prejudice. And she's like, come on, Lucas, let's get out of here. She doesn't say any of that. That that was just insinuated in the look that yeah. she gave Discount Matt Damon. Which uh, causes Discount Matt Damon to uh, aspirate a little bit. And he goes, <laughs> oh, no, he looks down and... He's got the black lung, father. He starts coughing up the little black on his mouth and a little tear comes out of his mouth or his eye with the, the blackness on it. And I go, oh no, he's infused with coal. He's infused with that Wendigo. He's got that Wendigo in it and you can almost hear the, the knife like sound, you know, unsheathing. As she turns and looks oh, at him. yeah. As she just slowly turns and looks at him and holds up the knife. And smiles. Having, you best get this <laughs> shit under control now. You going on a diet, son, or else we'll end you. You better take some Mucinex. <laughs> cup, cup. Okay, maybe I will get better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, please get better. And then it ends. All right, so what are you going to rate it? I'm going to give it a six. Really? Yeah. It, so it was, Even with, the, even with a, the amazing special I, effects? I had a lot of fun bitching about it and doing all the other stuff that I do to a movie. So I, I, I did have a lot of fun with this. The effects are amazing. That should at least give it My issue was, was the continuity issues that I kept having. And there were like a lot of little bits in there 
where I think they could have done better just with the the scenes that they had. Uh, you could have done them back or forth or, or something like that. They just seemed like they weren't cut all together correctly. You know what? It was over a five. So I guess I'm, I'm it, good Yeah. And I, that's the only reason why I'm not... I, I give too many things sevens. You know, I feel like Game Informer at that point. It's like, it was about average, so it gets a seven. Average is five. It was better than average. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, just for being able to talk about the little nitpicky things. But if, if I didn't, if I didn't get to talk about the nitpicky things or, or bitch about like, why isn't CPS dealing with this? How come nobody's using a shotgun? Why is everybody taking out these dinky little flashlights, but not shining them anywhere else or not calling for backup? You know, I, I wouldn't have any fun with it. I would have been like, like the whole time. If we were in the theater, I would have been pissed off. Like I would have been like, that just wasn't that fun. But like now that I'm at home and I get to bitch about it the entire time, oh, I have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You're so excited. <laughs> Especially my my hope that Felicity uh, too comes out. You know, dead brother Boogaloo starts chasing after him. She becomes a slasher villain at that point. It's like, no, I have to free you from the curse of the Wendigo. She's just gonna become a Wendigo hunter. She's, <laughs> she's gonna join up with the. She's going. She unfortunately with the Winchesters. She gets infected by the Wendigos because her hunger for killing Wendigos. Fills her with Would the, the passion of like Wendigo. Would she be like an actual... So she's going to be an actual Wendigo Only hunter. if she eats actual Wendigos, yes. She's a Wendigo That would be pretty cool. She's a, a squared Wendigo. Okay, well I saturate it. Oh, so, okay, <laughs> I'm going to give it six dead raccoons out of ten. Okay, I'm going to give it eight out of ten amazing Wendigo transformations. Okay, I'll give you that one. Because the Wendigo transformation is fucking amazing. For real. Like, that is how I knew I was going to get you to love this movie. Well, like this movie, apparently. But that's how I knew that I was going to get you it. to really like I it. I enjoyed the movie, and it was a lot of fun, <laughs> and I, I really did like it. There were a lot of little weird bits in there. There were a lot of little weird bits, but the fact that... And you know me. You know that if it has an awesome monster... Like, oh, there yeah, are no. so many movies... I, I get you on that one. Where but... if, if the, the monster is original looking, if it has a really awesome awesome transformation that we haven't seen before if they put a twist on it and don't just make it the same generic bullshit monster that we see all the time and it's definitely i will love it it's definitely an r-rated movie it's definitely there's viscera there's there's blood there's pain on these people's faces there's stuff all over the place but a lot of it had a lot lot of of contrived bits for me and that was the plot i was just like like i was teeth grinding like why is this happening and that's my immediate, like, go-to for a lot of things. But, you know, it was a lot of fun. I really did enjoy the, the especially the transformation. Anytime the monster is on screen, or anytime anybody is dealing with, with the uh, the Lucas family, the, the, the Weaver family, I loved it. You know, if it had just been about the boy, and somehow he ended up killing Dad... You know, by himself. Mm-hmm. Like, you cut out the... T- you, the Car- I don't even know Carrie Russell needed to be there. It feels like they split off, the like, a competent character. They they took him, they broke him in two, and you had the incompetent brother, and then you had Carrie Russell in there. Because we don't get any kind of pathos or understanding for what happened to her when she was younger. We get a lot of innuendo on it, and we don't really find anything else out with the brother. We don't get any of the I, information. I do wish that we had, that we had more... Of the brother's story yeah. in there because we just know that he got hurt yeah. and we don't know but not not to say we don't necessarily need to know exactly what happened but but you, they brought it up they they literally say it uh, like you don't, the know, scenes, what like, you don't know what he did to me while you were gone and i'm like okay and yet you stayed that is weird yeah 
But anyway, what about you? Did you enjoy that? Did you think it was the greatest thing in the world? Did you think it was worse? Did you like transformations? Do you love Felicity? Do you have all of it on tape? I don't know. Let us know. Reach out to us at ESAT3AM at gmail.com. ESAT3AM.com is going to be our main page. Or at ESAT3AM going to be Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everything else. Uh, or you can leave us a voicemail. Anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3 a.m. Yep. Leave us a voicemail. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, though. See you soon. Later. Bye.